This podcast is brought to you by She Society, sharing the perspectives and stories of women Australia-wide. Hello there. Now, hi everyone. We're, uh, I'm speaking to Michelle Beasley today. Michelle and I both work for She Society, we're both authors. But what's particularly important today is that Michelle uh, has her own podcast, which I'm sure some of you have heard already. It's called Buzzing About Books. But today I'm interviewing Michelle because Michelle uh, is part of an anthology and a book that's called Destination Romance. We're in, the, in a cafe, just so you can hear the noise in the background. We're sitting here in a cafe in South Bank. Uh, you have a little bit of background noise. But what I'd like to know about from you, Michelle, is just to explain to us what this anthology is. It's fascinating. Yes, well, this is the third anthology for Serenity Press, which is a Western Australian press. And I first heard of Serenity, I interviewed Kylie Caden, the uh, Queensland author, and then she said, uh, Serenity was producing an anthology called Writing the Dream about authors' journeys. So I reviewed that for She Society and then I loved the concepts that I saw from Serenity Press. I loved the editors, I loved the authors they were signing, so I just kept a little eye on it. And they produced two more anthologies, Rocky Romance and Bouquet of Love. Now when the third anthology came around, I had a look at it and it was called Destination Romance and as many of you know I also write travel uh, articles for She Society so I thought perhaps I could have a go at writing a romance set in a specific destination that I loved. So I read what they wanted. Now what they did was they gave you the premise for the story. So it was set in a little place in New South Wales called Heart Springs and it centred around a travel agency called Jador Travel. So they had the characters from Jador Travel already. Maggie Redmond who owns the travel agency, uh, Izzy who works for her and a couple of other characters who were on the strip of shops in the main street of Heart Springs. So that got me thinking, which shop would I like to write about? What interested me? So I chose the Tea Lady Cafe and the name came to me straight away and that's where my story really sprang from. Once I had the name and I saw my character, she just went off on the journey and took me with her. So my main character's name is Lavender Jones. She's experienced some heartbreak in her life. She's struggling with the Tea Lady Cafe and she also has a lavender farm that she looks after. So the girls at Chador Travel decide one of their friends needs a gastronomic experience in Provence. So they send Lavender to check it out and that's where she meets the mysterious and quite arrogant Frenchman Thierry. Now he's a chocolatier so they have things in common. She's a baker, he makes chocolates and she stays at the fabulous Chateau d'Amour and romance ensues from there. But the trick was to make all our novels that they have. So, yes, Exciting. And how uh, did you make all the stories blend? Fascinating. We have a, a wonderful editor, Monique Mulligan, who also wrote one of the stories in the book. She wrote the final story, which ties us all together. So, 
we are arranged um, in order of how things happen. So it's Monique who's popped it all together. Sometimes I had a helicopter pilot whose name needed to be changed because one of the other stories had a different name. So there were lots of different things and I put that they were having green tea and she said, no, no, they drink coffee. And I said, well, maybe they're on a health kick this week. So we changed little things like that and then Monique blended them together. So every author goes to a different destination. So some go to London, the Greek Isles, my Provence, Paris, even one which is for retired people in Western Australia. So there really is something for everyone in all of the 10 stories. I can't wait. I've already ordered my book and I can't wait for it to be delivered and to read it. Um, the other thing I want to do, what sort of obstacles? I mean, it's a, it's a lot. It sounds like a lot for, for myself to think of all these authors contributing and making it into one story. So there must be surely some obstacles along the way. Yes, I think so. But that's the good thing about having a wonderful editor and a wonderful press behind you. They were so, they held our hand the whole way. I mean, my first lot of editing came back and it was like a lovely report card that I would write for one of my students. It said all the positive things that they loved about my book. And my son, I just ran around the house doing a happy dance when I got that back because it was great. And then they guided you through line by line, scene by scene, and you were edited that way. And the editing was actually an exhausting process. It went back and forth. And as everyone changed things, we had to see if that fitted in with what we wanted. And, of course, most of the time being a debut author, I would refer to uh, Monique's expertise and say yes that works for me but some things are specific to your character and you don't want that to change so there was a lot of toing and throwing from Brisbane to Western Australia but ultimately it all worked and it was just as exciting for me to read the other romance writers stories as it was to see my own in print so, so why is it far from Brisbane to Western Australia can you explain that? Uh, that's where Serena Press is based. So they have Kate Forsyth on their books, which is an author who everyone will know. A lot of well-known romance authors. So yes, Serenity Press have got a, a big um, stable of authors in Western Australia. And luckily for us, they opened this to all around Australia. That's why there are three Brisbane authors included. Myself, Melanie Page, who's also a teacher, a high school teacher, and Tanya Keane, who I first met at the Romance Writers Australia conference in Brisbane. So we've become friends now because of the book. Which is wonderful. So you've got three based in Brisbane. Where are the other seven authors uh, based? I think most of them are from Western Australia. I can't be sure. Maybe one in New South Wales. I will find out at the launch though. But yes. So we just know our names except for the Brisbane authors at this stage. But I'm sure we're now being Serenity Press family. We'll get to know each other pretty well. Absolutely. The other thing is about how many words? Was there a limit in words? Yes, it was very specific. It had to be a sweet romance, so not no erotica or anything like that, and 10,000 to 12,000 words, oh, okay. which is a limit in itself. But I, I sort of 
went to the limit and went right to the 12,000 and some people have got shorter the 10,000 but they really wanted it to be a compact book but that's the size of a novel with 10 of us. So when you were writing uh, did you have an objective in mind to meet according to the publishers? Were there guidelines there to say you, you have to write this way or your theme must take this direction? No, the actual creative ideas were all out own. There was nothing, once they'd given us the place, it was for us to set up and find our own journey and our own destination. That's a, that's wonderful. I mean, I'm quite naive about anthologies, to be honest, so I'm really enjoying listening to your story. And I think, oh. Ruth, that because they're bite-sized pieces, you can read one before bed. A lot of people these days in our fast-paced society, anthologies are really coming back. Nick Earls has just written a new anthology. A lot of authors who usually do novels are going this way because people do like bite-sized pieces so and uh, so it's different to short stories it's very different it, it, it most of them come out as a novella once we've published the destination romance anthology each comes out as a standalone novella in previous incarnations that is so maybe we'll be lucky enough to have our own novellas with our own covers one day fingers crossed fingers crossed so when is it due to be released so it's being released uh, mid-November. Yes. Our launch in Perth is mid-November in a lovely little library there. And for the Brisbane girls, we're having our own launch at Avid Reader West End on December 20th. And uh, how do you get tickets? You get tickets through Eventbrite, the Avid Reader site. It's advertised all over Avid Reader. They've been a wonderful venue, so supportive of local authors. Chrissy Keane's an author herself, so she has been wonderful at organising. And yes, they'll go fast because with three of us, all our families and friends will want to come. And uh, online, where? how do people buy it online? Uh, you can buy it through Serenity Press or Amazon. It's also on Amazon. We all have our own profiles on Goodreads if you'd like to find out more about us. And I can also be found, of course, at our blog on She's the Society. This is very exciting, this Michelle. So we've been listening to Michelle Beasley. My name's Ruth Greening and I'm also one of the uh, columnists for She's Society. Michelle, is there, just before we finish here, is there anything else you'd like to talk about or say to the listeners? Uh, probably never give up. If you think you've got a book or a story in you just write keep writing and your dreams may come true you may become a published author one day and i'm proud to say that i'm in that group now for the first time uh, there's another question when did you actually become serious about your writing well it wasn't i've always written and i've always told my boys stories loved writing but i put it on the back burner my husband gave me a pen a beautiful cross pen when i was 21 and said this is for when you're an author and when i started writing again at 51 he said i didn't think it would take you 30 years so i've been writing for the last three years and everything's gone from strength to strength and i'm much more confident as an author confident enough to start tackling my own novel which is also set in Provence. Uh, I, I know I said this is the last question but uh, with your <laughs> writing time when uh, when do you fit in writing I know you have family you have a husband 
but children, you work as well. You're still working part-time, I believe. Um, how do you fit it in, your actual writing, your private time, really, is what yes. I'm talking about. I try and be quite disciplined on the days I write. Yeah. I like either a Monday or Wednesday, and I just get up. I find mornings I'm fresh. I either have a walk and start writing, or if I've got a great idea, I start writing straight away. And I aim to get down about a 1,000 words a day, especially with the novel. Oh. I had a great response at the Romance Writers Australia Conference and three publishers have asked for my completed novel. So I'm really trying to get focused and, and complete that one. But yeah, I think a 1,000 words a day is manageable, especially for people like us, Ruth, who are used to writing a blog of around that size. So yeah, that's really helped me become more efficient in my writing. And I do procrastinate a lot, but once the idea is there, I think you've just got to get it down. And even if you have to write at night, I've got a little iPad that I can sit on the couch and get a few ideas down. So I think the discipline you need. What about handwriting? Do you write much in by hand before typing it up? Not really. Sometimes with my interviews, if I'm having a good chat, I like to just keep chatting instead of writing things down. But if I decide the the dialogue needs a bit of a reworking, I'll do that by hand and, and often writing by hand will get my brain going again and if I'm a little bit stuck, that really helps. So yeah, never discount your handwriting. It's good for your, your brain and your hand to be working together. But mostly on my little iPad, I find I write best. It's... Um Anyway, I, uh, there's one other thing that's just slipped my mind here. We're being uh, uh, beckoned by our glasses of wine. Yes. I've had one or two sips in between. Oh, your rosé for Ruth and a, a nice cold shardy yes. on a Queensland day for me. Yes, it's beautiful out here, isn't it? And I'm hoping there's not too much background noise, but we'll just wait and see. But thank you, Michelle. You've been wonderful. Oh, I mean, thank you. I love your puppet anyway, but it's just wonderful for everyone to hear how you started as a fledging writer and you're actually being published. Yes, it's very aspiration and by the way I don't write a thousand words every day but sometimes if I can write three to five hundred I'm happy as well exactly. so you just have to work it don't you the only to. way to get better at writing yeah. is to write so cheers to that Ruth lovely thanks here's 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 chin chin okay thank you thanks Michelle thanks everyone bye bye this podcast is brought to you by She Society